Strategic Healthcare Partners, founded by principals John Crew and Mike Scribner, operates from offices in Savannah and Atlanta. Our diverse team prioritizes clients, ensuring we fully understand their needs. As your business partner, we are an extension of your professional identity. SHP tailors services to your individual needs, offering flexible pricing structures. From IPA management to financial analysis, we're here to empower your organization. Visit shpllc.com for details. Welcome to Beyond the Stethoscope, Final Conversations with SHP. I'm Aaron Higgins, and I'm joined today with my co-host, Jason. In today's festive episode, we dive into the spirit of the Christmas season, reflect on the incredible journey of season three, share some uplifting news, and offer a sneak peek into the exciting topics lined up for season four. Stick around to the end for a special bonus surprise. Now join us as we navigate the intersection of healthcare and humanity. Let's get started on another vital conversation. Well, good afternoon, Jason. How are you today? Hey, Aaron. Doing well. How are you? I'm pretty good with Christmas just around the corner here. I'm getting a little panicked because I I realized um, I haven't done a whole lot of shopping yet. And uh, my wife's birthday is Christmas Eve, so (laughs) I'm a little behind the eight ball here. Yeah, that's a tough one. Hello, Amazon. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> I I have the opportunity to play Santa every year, as you know, but our audience doesn't. And uh, I was on the back of a fire truck waving to kids the other night, and I saw an Amazon person, and and we stopped, and I leaned over and I said, "You, you are the real Santa," and and she smiled, and then she started to cry, uh, like happy tears. Uh, so it was it was a touching moment. It was an it was an unexpected. I, I just I thought I was being funny and clever, but apparently uh, a touching uh, moment between me and the the Amazon delivery person. So instead, you made them cry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was happy tears. Happy she was tears, smiling. Yeah. In my defense, she was smiling. <laughs> well, that's good. No, it's a great time of year. You know, Christmas kind of starts with the Christmas music. November 1st so I feel like we're we're pretty deep in the Christmas season these days but yeah happy times we are wrapping up season three um, and just as we did during you know Thanksgiving I think you and I have talked about reflecting and you know thankful for uh, the success of the podcast the fun that it's been the people we've met and just really looking forward to season four but always good to kind of reflect on the seasons past yeah, it really has been a blast, and I, I like to think that uh, we're just getting better and better. Um, may, maybe that's just from my limited perspective here, but uh, we've really had some wonderful conversations with folks that we never would have really had an opportunity to talk to or, or share with anybody else. So really grateful for the the podcast and the guests that we've had this season. Yeah, it's a great group. We let off season three uh with allison griffin uh administrator over urological associates in savannah we had damian scott ceo of emmanuel medical center that was a two-parter kind of gave us the insights as a rules hospital ceo uh craig kilgore another two-parter that we had out of charleston but from the practice side craig's got great experience of course we had a little nice banter of georgia versus tennessee uh but good one there and 
Matt Usher, who actually is this week, two-parter Matt, giving us kind of insights on healthcare or health insurance trends on health plans, especially for small employers, very insightful. But of course, the best was Aaron Higgins, <laughs> two-parter on QPP, all, just excitement about QPP. But so we kind of took a different bent, aside from yourself and Matt, obviously, we were trying to look at more from the provider side. But I thought it was a really good balance of three folks responsible for a provider setting, and then you and Matt kind of tying in some subject matter expertise that those settings should be aware of. And so it was a very informative, helpful, very well listened to season, I think. Yeah. And honestly, I, I look forward to next season. And and it seems like we're always just doing that. We're just teasing the very next season or the next episode. But hey, we're 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 in podcasting. That that's what we do when we're in podcasting. We, we're always teasing the next thing. So I know you and I were talking just before we recorded this podcast. There are some ideas that we're kicking around. Anything that we want to share with our audience right now? Oh, well, of course, we can only tease. We're not going to fully unwrap the gift, right? And so, uh, but some details, timing, we're going to follow previous seasons. So start looking for some activity in the late February timeframe. Um, the ideal word there is see. You might see some activity with our podcast next season. We're hoping so we'll more there, but some more interesting guests on the provider side and some other interviews we think will be very fun, but we're we're expecting big things. So, Jason, I, I want to put a bug in your ear. If, if we're going to see something, I think we need to go and see something. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I like to hit the road. Hmm. To get to yeah. a place. Don't shake the gift too hard there, Jason. Yeah, it might break so, what's inside. Yeah. So, you know, in springtime, that's a great time to kind of get out. You know, yeah. See the see, world. See things. <laughs> <laughs> we'll okay. See okay. I'm, I'm sure our audience is like, okay, we get the hint. We get the hint. So, yeah, stay tuned. We're going to be releasing some information in the late winter, early springtime about season four we're excited we we got some really great ideas and uh hopefully we're able to to get all the pieces in place to to make this the the biggest and uh, greatest season we've we've had so far so switching gears jason yeah we we have our news episodes our infamous news episodes where um you just bring us the the most happy news that you can possibly lay your hands on Let's switch things up a little bit and let's actually bring some happy news. Uh, you know, this this time of year, it's Christmas, right? It's it's a time for us to reflect uh, back on a year of good and bad things. It's a time to be grateful and thankful for the things that we do have. But it's also a time to be optimistic and, and look forward to the future. I think you found a few news headlines, uh, some some articles we can briefly discuss here uh, that do just that sort of thing. Yeah, we'll touch on a couple of things I've thought. One, you and I have had a theme, I think, for the last couple of seasons, so all of 2023, about the retailer space, right? And one I found interesting was Kroger Health. I live not too far from Kroger. I shop at Kroger, and I was somewhat surprised i did not realize the little clinic is what it's called by kroger launched in 2003 in kentucky 
So their very first clinic. So they're doing um, an expansion here coming in 2024 in Atlanta. And they're targeting medically underserved areas, right? And another statistic I found interesting, they have 225 clinics now in nine states. But here's the key part. 60% of those people that visit the clinics do not have a primary care provider. And so yeah, I see this as very positive because we, you and I talked a lot about disruption and how Best Buy and Amazon, Walmart and all these places, right? Well, I like to see that because we talked one episode, you and I, about Dollar General, right? Mm -hmm. About where are the people in rural healthcare? Where, go where they are and provide them care there. Don't have them try to come to you sort of thing. And so I just found it interesting, but also something that's productive, I think helpful, and a positive thing, like you mentioned, that someone like a Kroger Health, where lots of people go shopping, 60% don't have a primary care doctor. So why don't we go to them? And so that was, I thought that was a very positive thing that Kroger's looking and doing uh, in 24. And, and, you know, and all that, we, we talk about predictions, right? You know, this is the time of year you start seeing predictions for the next year in the industry. And we, I think you're going to continue to see more disruptors. You're going to see a lot more, and I know this is right up your alley, a lot more of the AI. You're going to see a lot more, and there's already trends in virtual care and, and M&A activity. And so you put all those things together, remote patient monitoring, you put all that together, you're getting a lot more self-care, uh, you know, um, remote patient care, less going to the hospital. That trend is only going to continue. And I think that's a positive thing. You said, correct me if I'm wrong, Kroger has had its clinic since 2003. So they've, they've had that clinic for 20 years. Mm -hmm. In Kentucky, I had no idea they, they call it the little clinic. <laughs> it's very much an urgent care sort of approach, but that's all you need. And so uh, kudos to those guys that are disrupting the market, which we've interviewed a few of those ourselves. But uh, kudos to those trying to bring care to the people themselves. My tidbit of what I think is both a mix of positive news meets predictions in 2024 and then tie a little bow around it <laughs> Christmas time. To what you and I have talked about, I don't know, so many times in 2023 itself in terms of disruption and healthcare for the positive. So I think we have that looked forward to in 24. Yeah, I think the whole leaning into AI, we're, we're really seeing that starting to to pay off, even even for non-healthcare businesses. You know, you you have uh, now since we last talked uh, and and in. In just a month ago, there's all that drama over at uh, ChatGPT, uh, OpenAI, and that that in some ways has like reignited the conversation around AI and its its place. And then Google launched a new version of its Bard, um, and then we're seeing Microsoft continue to invest billions, and then a lot of other companies are are starting up and and uh, Epic the the EMR has really embraced AI and their their next major release is going to have all sorts of AI baked into it. So yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of a lot of good stuff come out of the AI world uh in 2024 and honestly that's just the tip of the iceberg. We're going to see a whole lot more of AI in the next few years. And it's going to accelerate exponentially. It's just the nature of technology but really the nature of these large language AI models. 
they learn faster and faster the more they learn. Um, so an, an exciting time and, and looking forward to it for 2024. Yeah, in particular on the AI front, you know, we've uh, we've seen some legislation come through recently on regulation and such. So I think AI, we're going to read a lot about it in 24. I'm sure you and I will talk a lot about it on the podcast here as we get back up and go in the next couple of months. Well, certainly we don't want to just keep talking our audience's ear off. So any any Christmas thoughts you want to share with us, Jason, as we wind down uh, not just this episode, but this season? Yeah, you know, as Aaron mentioned, as you mentioned at the beginning, you know, this was our third season. We've interviewed a, a large number of folks, different backgrounds, different locations, et cetera. And I would like to think as we just sort of open up that communication, we learn things just as much as anybody else. Right. And we bring hopefully there's some enjoyment out of these episodes that our listeners take from it. And we're always open for feedback. And as we enter the Christmas season, I just wish everybody a very Merry Christmas, very safe holiday and to not get caught up in all the stresses that can exist during the holidays, even though that does exist for all of us. But just take that moment to sort of step back, relax and appreciate the season for what it is and all the people in your lives as well. Yeah, and I just I want to leave this thought with our listeners the the Christmas season and and no matter what religion or faith or creed or um, tradition you have is is an important season about remembering our fellow man and remembering we're all human and we're all in this together and what we need to be doing is is looking forward to uh, how can we give back to our communities? How can we build people up instead of tearing them down? Um, I would encourage you this this holiday season, uh, take time to pause, reflect, unplug a little bit, literally unplug. You know, we have our phones with us all the time now. You know, we hop off of Twitter or X or whatever it's called these days and uh, spend time with your family and uh, and love on your neighbors because that's really what truly matters. Uh, at the end of the day. And I think if we all did that just a little bit more, the world would be a better place for it. So with with that maudlin sort of uh, thinking, Jason, I want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a, a very Happy New Year. Same to you, Aaron. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you and your family, to all those that are listening. Alrighty, Jason. You have a good one. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to Beyond the Stethoscope, Bottle Conversations with SHP. This has been a production of Strategic Healthcare Partners. Your hosts are Jason Crosby and me, Aaron C. Higgins. This episode was produced and edited by Nyla Weeb. Our social media content producer is Jeremy Miller. The transcribers Heather McKnight and our executive producers are Mike Scribner and John Crew. For more information about SHP, the services we offer, including the back library of episodes, episode transcripts, links to resources that we discussed, and much more, please visit our website at shpllc.com slash podcasts. Thank you for listening. One of the other great things about the holiday season are the awesome movies that typically only roll around this time of year. No doubt. And without saying which ones are mine, I'm going to ask you first, Aaron, name your top, let's say, three Christmas movies that you can just watch over and over and over. 
Boy, you know, there, there's been a lot of great Christmas movies. If you got to go up to five, I'll let you go up to five. But uh... <sighs> we'll we'll do four. How's that? <laughs> uh, it's a Wonderful Life. That's number four. Number number three would have to be A Christmas Story. Two, Will Ferrell's Elf. And one is highly controversial. But let me tell you, it's not Christmas until Hans Gruber falls off the top of Nakatomi Plaza in Die Hard 1. First of all, yes, I agree. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Thank you. I'm not sure it cracks my top four. When you went through your, your two, three, four, I was a little bit embarrassed because I was with you lock and step. And one thing, if you don't know, Aaron and I, we do not want to agree on everything. That's not that's not our thing. <laughs> that's right. You mentioned um, your, your two, three, and four, I fully agree with. Here's where I'm stuck. If I had to go to five, you did four, I'm going to go five. I want to add to your three, Home Alone. Die Hard for Kids, but okay. <laughs> Die Hard 7. And um, I got to say, I'm almost a little bit embarrassed, but I love Sinbad. So I got to go with uh, Jingle All the Way. It, is that bad? Like, that's the one that just doesn't make sense in that list. But It, it doesn't, but the fact that you have kids does. Uh, so that, that helps explain it. That helps explain it. Okay. No, I appreciate that. Uh, first of all, that's my personal by myself Christmas Eve tradition is to watch the marathon. So Christmas Story, just watch Christmas Story 2 recently, by the way. I forgot about that. So good call, Christmas Story. You like Elf? I got to put Elf number two. Yeah. I'll tell you who we left out. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I kind of feel a little bad, a little guilty about that. I yeah. may have to, I may have to replace, Ugh. may have to replace Jingle all the way with some Chevy. You know, I mean, family <laughs> is the thing to to fight over, right? It's, it's... <laughs> yeah, that's right. I can hear. <laughs> what Christmas movie is the best? Okay, so what's your number one? My number one of all time. Oh gosh, I'm gonna have to go with a Christmas story. That's a good choice. I'm gonna have to go with that. Um, you know, I can hear. You know, Miracle on 34th Street. Wow. Ooh, Natalie Wood version or the '92 remake? Oh, not the remake. No, you got to go back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you the original get, Natalie Wood. Red, yeah. So I'm sure we've got folks listening going, you morons. How'd you not include that in your <laughs> top list? Who's your number one? Right, no, no. You got Die Hard one. Die, Die, Die Hard is, is, is my favorite Christmas movie. Okay. I'm going Christmas story. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's a good list. Um, love me some elf. I mean, who doesn't? You know, but that's a good list. And I it's think I'm gonna classic. Watch, I think I'm gonna go watch one or two of those this evening, probably. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, let's do it. Well, we hope all of you go out and first of all, we want to hear feedback. What did we miss? What was a Christmas movie we missed that you guys will put out there? I know there's some of the cartoon versions. There's a watch Tim Allen Santa Claus the other night. Hey, another oh, yeah. good one. Santa another Claus one. one. That's a good one. Santa Claus one. That's right. <sighs> There's so many one. good Christmas movies. There are. There are. But hopefully everybody has a lot of time with some hot cocoa on the couch, watching some Christmas movies next couple of weeks, because I sure will. 
Analytics, lacking the tandem of actionable reporting with expert analysis, not confident in the knowledge of your reporting system? SHP's expert analysts transform data from your EMR system into actionable insights. Understand your facility's performance, control outcomes, and enhance patient experience. As payment models shift to value-based care, our guidance can improve your bottom line. Visit shpllc.com for details.